is. Hi, welcome. My name is Shalane McLaughlin, and I am a fitness ex expert <laughs> or professional. Hi, Suzanne. Um, and I've been teaching group exercise for over 10 years. I am a master instructor and presenter for AFA, the Athletic and Fitness Association of America. So this year, I've canceled all of my um, sessions and trainings and two conference speakings because of you know all the stuff going on. And I wanted to be able to help people who've been home dealing with the same issues that I've been dealing with, loneliness, <laughs> overeating, loss of health, loss of um, good eating habits. So the session this week is about mindless eating. And I do want us to have some interaction. So there's going to be game time. You guys ready? Have you guys ever played Have I Ever? Never Have I Ever. So it's a drinking game. Basically, you start with uh, never have I ever and then you go around and if people have done it then they have to take a drink well we're not doing that today we're gonna do the zoom version so basically <laughs> what we're gonna do is put your hands up you don't have to show everybody you can put them down but take ten fingers and put them down or put them up whatever you like and when I say something if you've never done it leave your fingers up and if you have done it you put it down so for example, if you say, never have I ever gone skinny dipping, I, you don't need to show me. That's all right. <laughs> all right. So this is going to be first version. All right. 10 fingers, right? Have you ever visited the fridge and just open and close the door? Huh? All the time. So that you got to <laughs> take one down. <laughs> All right. Have you ever ate, eaten in front of the TV or at home or while you're reading? Yes? You have to leave them up. At TV or leave them up? Okay. Yeah, leave them up. Leave them up. Oh, leave them up. Uh -huh. Leave them up. Leave them up. So, have you ever eaten while you were working or driving or on the computer? Yep. All those hands are still up, right? Do you ever have a fear of missing out at the buffet? and get like all the food on your plate or if you're afraid like if you go to a, a party like people are going to take the food that you like so you load it up on your plate <laughs> no, i generally go back <laughs> <laughs> all right have, have you ever this is number five ate the whole large box or bag of something that you did not mean to Suze, why are you laughing <laughs> okay number six Eat past when you're full and felt terrible after. Um, ate something even though it wasn't tasty or you didn't want to eat it because it was there. Right? You do it all the time. All the time? Yes. Now this one's for you, Dara. Consider a meal as something to complete and get done with. Uh, how about eat at random times or skipped meals? Anybody? Yeah? Everybody's still up there, right? Yeah, always, and then number 10, this is a big one for me. Feel like you have to clean your plate. That's mine. So I have all 10. So I have not done, not done any of these things. Now, that would be a horrible thing to just leave us ourselves, leave ourselves on, right? 
So let's think about mindful things. Have you ever savored the flavor of a dish? If you did, close your hand one finger at a time. All right? Have you ever listened to your body and stopped when you're full? Yes? Have you ever lingered and enjoyed a meal? Good. Have you ever cooked and ate while you were happy? Yeah. And ate while you were happy? Oh. Yeah, while you felt good. Okay. Have you ever drank a full glass of water with your meal? Okay. Have you ever ate at a dining table? Okay. Have you ever thought about why you wanted to eat? Right? Have you ever thought about and looked at what you're eating and looked at the colors and the textures and really noticed them, right? The presentation. Have you ate at a designated time even though you weren't hungry? Ever, right? Okay. And then number 10, have you ever eaten, made eating an exclusive event, like made that the main event of your, of, of the day? Yeah. All right. So, you know what? We've all been mindful and we've all been mindless. That's basically, that's basically the point. Okay, now it's snack time. I want you guys to take your plate and put two pieces of your snack on the plate. Don't eat it. Okay, now the rest of your snack you can eat while we are uh, going through this session, okay? All right. Don't eat the two pieces on your plate or else you're going to have to run out and get some more snacks. <laughs> okay, we're going to do an exercise at the end. All right, today we're going to cover mindless eating versus mindful eating. We're going to talk about triggers of what causes us to eat mindlessly. Disadvantages, why we should not eat mindlessly. Easy, right? What are some mindful eating tips and benefits and then tips to eat oh well i guess that was all together and then the tips of how we should eat mindfully okay basically mindless eating is when you are not aware of what you're doing and how much food you're consuming and mindful eating is the opposite it is being aware and being able to savor your food that you're eating so a lot of these things are triggered by everyday events, right? We are triggered to mindlessly eat all the time. So some of these top triggers that we have are sometimes connected to things that are positive to our life, like my daughter baking, uh, and she wants to, me to taste her new creation or, you know, somebody that you love making you a food that you love because they love you, right? So it's not necessarily a, a bad thing connected in our system. Like we don't think of mindless eating necessarily always as something bad for us, right? But we have these triggers. The top triggers are actually exhaustion if you are too tired your body craves carbs. Your body craves sugar because it needs that energy. So if you're tired and you're not sleeping enough, that's one, one of the top reasons for you to just start mindless eating. If you're up late at night, 
and you're up late past your bedtime and your body is just starting to get tired but you're still up and still doing things, it's, it's going to say to your brain, go and get me something to eat because I need more energy. So sometimes instead of trying to push through when you're tired, just get some rest. Like that might just be the easiest thing or drink a glass of water. That might be something that could counter that kind of trigger. Now, multitasking and mindless behaviors, that is really hard, especially when you're working full time. When I worked on a trading floor, I would mindlessly eat all day because I was stressed and I was sitting at work and I was just doing this and then just while I was working because nobody saw me, you know, I was on just computers and the phone and that was it. A lot of times that comes from a lack of self-care or self-compassion. Like we do not care enough about our bodies to be like, I don't need this. I don't, I don't, this is not necessarily good for me. <laughs> um, and, and sometimes that's what we do to soothe and reward ourselves, right? So that comes from just being in there and watching that TV show and then just sitting there and doing that and then it, it, it's part of our experience. We also have things in our environment that help us mindless eat. So sometimes uh, it's when we go to a buffet, which not necessarily is a bad thing, but if you do it all the time, then maybe it's not necessarily a good thing. Um, it could be something like food advertisement or a commercial that triggers some sort of thing in you that be like okay yeah I want to eat that um, what are some things that you guys think in your environment that triggers you or maybe somebody next to you eating something that you want and you're like ooh, right there's constantly tons of things like if you have food around that you buy and bring into your house then you're like, well, I'll just have one, and then you end up eating the whole bag, right? Um, this one, number four, is really hard and really, really tough one because those are deep inset. For example, last week I talked, uh, I don't know, two weeks ago we talked about self-sabotage, and we, um, and I said, you know, like I grew up in an Asian household where we had to clean our plate. You know, they grew up when, during wars, they didn't have enough food, and for us, food was like an extension of love. So it was, uh, it was care, like we, we didn't, our family actually was well-to-do, but we only, they, my family was really, really cheap. They only splurged on food. So the only, like, we had to use two pieces of toilet paper, but they'll bring, put shrimp on the table, you know? So it was like that kind of mentality where I thought food was a reward and food was nourishing and food was love and I had to eat all of it. So you put it on your plate, you had to eat the whole thing. And then that, when I got married and I was cooking for my kids and my kids wouldn't eat the rest of their food, my husband wouldn't eat the rest of their food, I would just be cleaning off all their plates. So I ate like three people's worth of food. <laughs> you know, like, this is not good for you. But, but you know, I'm just like, I knew it, but I still did it because I just couldn't leave that 
you know, plate full of food. I couldn't, I could not scrape it and put it in the garbage. The other thing that we eat that is really, really hard and is a top, top trigger is emotions. We eat in response to emotions and that is automatic. Like this is something that we, we can do. And then it just gives us in the cycle of feeling guilty and powerless over food. And that is something that we have to break out of. So look at yourself and see, when are you stressed? Are you, are you, you know, like people eat when they're stressed or smoke when they're stressed or do something when they're stressed and it, that behavior is their treatment. Now that, that behavior necessarily isn't their treatment, but we've made it our treatment. Does that make any sense? Right? So we were like that Pavlov's dog with the bell. We associate, you know, stress. And then we associate in the middle, you know, like eating with relief. But that's not necessarily the case. We could replace that with something else. We just need to find out what that something else is. So that's, that's something that we have to, we have control over because we can literally stop and reset ourselves. Now, a lot of times when we're overwhelmed, helpless, anxious, that's another example of when people eat, right? It can be very soothing. It can be delaying. Like I was making the PowerPoint for this presentation and instead of making it, I was eating lunch. <laughs> and it wasn't because I, I was, I, I, sometimes it was just like, ah, oh, you know, where, where am I going to start? How am I going to do this? So I was like, oh, I'll just go and get something to eat. So that could be a delaying tactic. It's okay to give yourself a break. Tell me. Yeah. yeah. I got a good one. Yeah. I know sometimes we get invited to go places. Uh-huh. Ah, okay. Uh -huh. But you might go to someone's house. They're having a little gathering. And, and and I find that if I don't really know anyone, say I'm going to joke of your people you know, then because I'm a little stressed and I'm probably bored and I don't have anything in common with them and try to strike up conversations and sometimes I just can't quite, you know, get it so I can have a conversation. Mm -hmm. So I, I just go get food. Yeah, that's and a coping mechanism. I continue to get food. Yeah, because you get, you get anxious. You don't know, like, you're overwhelmed with this situation, a strange I'm not situation. overwhelmed. I'm just well, worried no, about but, anything in common with them. So yeah, it's, up, but, it's something to do. And actually, when you uh, go to networking classes, they tell you to have, like, something in your hand so that that can be a buffer. That is something that they teach you to do during networking classes for business, you know, like if you're at a social event. Uh, and then they actually say things like, don't pick things that are messy to eat. And it's like so funny, but. <laughs> um, okay. Uh, let's see, sometimes we feel stuck or bored or ineffective. Well, you know, think about it. Us being, you know, on house arrest. Yes. We can be busy and do some projects and things like that, but the, the, most of the day we're just walking from room to room <laughs> or, or stuck in a chair. 
So then you're like, oh, am I eating because I'm bored or am I eating because I'm really You know what I do? I do. I, um, we have an island we can walk around. Mm-hmm. That's a good one. I'll be headed to the refrigerator. <laughs> no, really. And, and so I, I've gotten up to get something out of the refrigerator and I'm, I'm getting pretty good where I can rethink it. And by the time I get to the refrigerator, I go get a glass and I get water instead. But I, but I still go to the refrigerator with the idea of eating. So mm -hmm. maybe nine times out of 10, I'm successful, but I do end up in the refrigerator. Mm. Well, you have to think about what you can do instead of that, right? So like, all right, uh, let's see. What about frustration? <laughs> and anger like anger eating and frustration eating like that is rarely satisfying in the long term honestly and it doesn't ever solve or resolve your source of your frustration so it's like how do we we need to practice things like taking a pausing, taking deep breaths, and then thinking about what's really making us angry or frustrated, and then dealing with that. And that will be a really good resolution. Um, Do you think, um, so like eating in response to like an emotional trigger mm -hmm. is, is it like distracting you from the emotional mm -hmm. trigger? Is that why? Or is it like a chemical, you know, you eat something. It could be. It could be and you both. You get like a chemical that like make you get a good feeling that you ate your cookies or whatever. Right, right. So that's like a, a lifetime of ingrained, trained responses that we've given our body. Mm -hmm. Right? So yes, we do get the endorphins from eating um, or people wouldn't be eating. <laughs> right. Um, the last emotional trigger that I want to talk about was feeling deprived. So people sometimes, um, don't think that, okay, I'm going to never be able to eat this again or, you know, um, what, you know, or, or. I'm someplace special, I'm going to just go all out. But when is, or you're going to say, okay, I'm on a diet and I can't eat this. And now you feel like, oh, I have to eat this. And you think about that the whole time. It's like with this whole coronavirus and putting on a mask and touching your face, like you're not supposed to touch your face. And the one thing you want to do is touch your face, right? So... No, no, it's all the time. <laughs> psychology. Right? It's that mm -hmm. reverse psychology. Okay. So that makes sense to you guys. Now, the disadvantages of mindless eating is that um, there is this report done by the University of Binghamton who, uh, for those who paid attention to the food they ate, notice their body's fullness cue as remembered the fullness cue during their next meal. So those who didn't remember eating were more likely to eat again sooner. So that was an actual study done by University of Binghamton. So a, a lot of times if we are focused on eating, 
then our body actually gets a chance to catch up. So we have the 20 minutes of when our food actually hits our stomach from our mouth. And that's when, when there's enough food in our stomach, it sends a signal to our brain to say like, you need to stop eating because you're full. Well, that 20 minutes is hard to gauge if you don't do it constantly or if you've expanded your stomach by eating too much than what you're supposed to get. So if you pay more attention to your food, you will end up eating less over the long run. Emotional eating is using it as a coping me mechanism, like Susie says, will give you an immediate satisfaction, but it doesn't actually fix the long-term solution and it creates more problems down the road. So it's like, again, the four things, like you wanna do something because it's good for you, you wanna do something, but it's bad for you. You know, you, wanna, you don't wanna do something even though it's good for you and then you, you don't wanna do it because it's, it's bad for you, right? So it's, it's the two in the middle that we always talk about that is the hard one. Um, so it's like self-care, anything that you have about self-care, if it ends up being bad for you in the long run, that's not self-care, right? That is, that is opposite of self-care. Um, mindless eating often involves unhealthy food choices. And that is because it's so easy to eat. There's five aisles of bad for you snacking, but you know, any vegetables or fruits that you have to eat have take all this extra effort. You gotta wash it, you gotta cut it, you gotta, you gotta do things to it. So it is harder to eat healthier when you're eating mindlessly and you just wanna grab something and go. Distracted eating, this is the big one that everybody thinks about, may drastically increase your calorie and food intake. And that is something that we all know in our heads but we don't actually practice. So let's figure out like what can that add up to. So if you have 28 pieces of M&Ms or two double stuffed Oreos or a quarter cup raisins, if you do one of those extra calories more than you need every day in a year, it can add up to 12 and a half pounds of weight gain. So if you ate just one of those things every day, that was your cheat meal, and you didn't do anything extra, it could add up to 12 pounds to 15 pounds in one year. <laughs> then you're like, oh, shoot, right? The amount of exercise that you have to do to, to make up for all of these extra calories is a lot. I mean, we burn extra calories every day by walking, breathing, you know, moving, but we're only supposed to have a certain amount of calories and that really will add up quick when we eat those extra snacks. Now benefits of mindful eating is that hopefully we, if we are mindful with our eating, we are learning the differences between why we're eating. So we're going to find our emotional and physical hunger cues. Um, the second one is recognize why we're eating even when we're not hungry, right? Three, we're going to reduce our overeating and 
maybe gain weight. Four, this is actually really good to improve our digestive system. So if we eat consistently and at the times that we're supposed to, it helps our digestion because our body knows this is when we have to digest, you're not going to eat too much, and then this is when you, it, it regulates our whole system. So when my daughter was uh, born, we, Jenna was born, she was really colicky. So she would cry and like projectile vomit all the time. Yes. And I, I, yeah, for Jenna. So I felt terrible for this little kid. Plus I was just like at the end of my rope because she was screaming all the time. Um, and I found this book and it was called uh, Contented Little Baby by uh, Gina Ford. And it basically said, you have to set the baby on a feeding schedule and anticipate it's the baby's hunger or the baby when it's time to eat will eat too much and eat too fast and then eat past you know when they feel full because they're just like starving so we all know that feeling when we're starved and we want to eat we eat like everything in sight and we gobble it down so that actually causes air to go in our digestion and all sorts of bad for us uh, in terms of our our health, right? So that actually proved what was very helpful and Jenna did stop getting colicky. The other thing I had to do was really like uh, burp her hard, which does not have to do with this. You know, I'm not burping nobody. But um, <laughs> but it was helpful for her to be on a set, set time schedule to eat. Number five, the other thing is your body then anticipates that you're going to get food all the time so it doesn't feel like it's going to be in starving and be in that starvation mode. So um, five, if you are eating mindfully, a lot of times we pick foods that are both nutritious and delicious because we're conscious of what we're going to put in our bodies. Um, so then that will give us better energy and then hopefully we learn to solve our emotional triggers and then hopefully we'll be able to eat less while being more satisfied. Okay, now when we have mindful eating and we just say, okay, we're gonna mindfully eat and not think about diet, that is like a huge thing because now we can turn that into a positive. So instead of feeling like, oh, I need willpower to eat, I'm gonna say to myself, I'm gonna be trustful that I know when I want to eat and when I need to eat. Um, instead of saying like, external cues and things outside of me affecting when I eat, I'm going to take those internal cues and figure out when I need to eat. Um, instead of thinking about losing weight, which is one of those like horrible guilt kind of things, we're going to think about just being healthy and putting good nutritious food into our body. So dieting also gives us this like avoidance thing. I can't eat this, 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 and this. Whereas if we're going to be mindful, we want to be accepting of ourselves and accepting of the food that we put in. We want to have quality calories, not counting calories. We want to be flexible, not restrictive. We want to have satisfaction in our food versus deprivation, right? So there's a lot of really good things that we can sell, you know, not sell ourselves, but like kind of 
think about, rethink the way that we think about eating to make it good for us. Does that help anyone? Does anybody have anything to add? Okay. Oh, so basically, um, we want to be able to accept our body instead of hating our body, right? We want to love our body and give it what's good for it versus be like, I don't like this, this, and this about my body. So that that is my final like takeaway. Like we really have to rechange our mindset to be towards something that's positive and powerful versus like denial and quick fixes. Okay, have you guys been eating your snacks? Nope. So actually that's good. I kind of, yeah. you know, caught your attention. You guys weren't eating your snacks, but let's take one piece of your snack and then we're gonna do a mindful eating exercise. Because if you've been eating your snack previously, hopefully it was gonna show you that you were mindless eating but you guys didn't do it so I'm proud of y'all but let's do this okay yeah, I did. I ate it all. you ate it all I, got, I still got a piece or two good good Joe all right ready we're gonna do this last get your last piece and the, the second piece is for an extra just in case you finish and eat your last piece all right so we're gonna do this exercise first of all don't eat it take your plate and put your food in front of you Okay. You got it? You got your food? Everybody's good? Yep. Except for you, Dave. You got nothing. You got water. <laughs> All right. We got the water. Okay. Now take your feet. Put them flat, both feet flat on the ground, hip width apart. Put your knees over your ankles. Okay. Now take your butt and space it evenly in the chair, both butt cheeks. On the chair. Add your cheeks, baby. That's it. Okay. Take your back. Keep it nice and straight. Fully stacked over your hips and facing your food. So I got I to gotta do that. Okay? Good. Now, uh, take a deep, deep breath into your lungs. That's exactly next. Breathe deep into your lungs. Think about your stomach. Is it full? Is it empty? How hungry are you? Okay, you guys are thinking about this? Now, for the snack that you have, think about what it's made of, where it was made, how it was made, why it was made. Think about your snack. Look at your snack and think about it. Now, look at the color and the texture, the presentation of your snack. If you guys want to see my snack, my daughter made me a snack. Want to see it? What is this it? Actually, this actually is my lunch. It's eggs with rolled up little protein thing. and That's way too much rice, but that's what she made for me. Because um, I didn't have lunch. Um, all right. So you think about presentation, color, textures, right? Okay, now you can pick it up. Touch it. 
feel it. What does it feel like? Does it make any noises? Is it crunchy? Is it crispy? Mm. Smell it. You smelling it? I don't see you smelling it. Mm. Does it smell like anything? What's what's in it? Can you smell any notes of anything? Soy sauce. Soy sauce, okay. Yeah. I have low song. I don't know if you guys are Asian people have this thing. <laughs> smell your water. You know what? It's important. I always smell liquids like milk or water. I always smell it. Okay. Now put it in your mouth and taste it and chew it for 40 chews. See now. Now you need the second piece, Joe. Uh, it's true. <laughs> That's a lot of cheese. You would never eat one. I would never eat one for the time. That was like that class I took. Are we on mute? All right, I got to 30. <laughs> did, did anybody no. get up to 40? <laughs> Didn't make it. Didn't make it. I got up to 30. Shalane, this exercise reminds me of that class I told you. Mm -hmm. Go I ahead. Tell me about that. Well, I went to Utah to a fat farm many years ago. Yeah, you Well, Seiko didn't hear it. Oh, okay. And so. And Susie didn't hear it either. We came up with a program based on my, you know, height, weight, all that kind of stuff. And the fact that I wanted to lose weight, how many calories I needed um, each day and what the, what the food would be. And so I set up a program where I had to hike first and then I would come back and have my fruits and grains uh, for breakfast. And then there was swimming and, you know, the workout room and all, all that kind of stuff. But I took a class while there and it was probably called something like mindful eating. And we all sat at the table and we all had our place settings with our knives and forks and our water glass and our wine glass and the whole bit. And he talked about sitting erect in the chair, getting close, you know, so much distance from the table and how many chews for each thing. And then after you swallow, then you have to take time and you have to wash it down. So we did all that. And I remember sharing that with you and I, and I, I got it, but it made me so anxious, so frustrated and so angry that I just wanted to gobble up the food just so he would shut up. Well, that was also because possibly you were so hungry at that time. Well, I wasn't particularly hungry. It was just, oh. to me, it seemed like such a waste. And, and I, I got where he was going with it, but it wasn't something that I could do. Okay, so then how about, do we still have that second piece of snack? Yep. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so let's chew this time and see how many chews it takes you to go through the snack. I got 30. So then you guys chew and then count how many chews it takes you to go through the snack. Can you get to 10 chews? Mm -hmm. 
Now, one of the things that I, I went to my doctors on Tuesdays for my physical, which they couldn't do um, over the phone or uh, over FaceTime. So that's why there was no classes on Tuesday. But um, one of the things that my doctor said, because I said, you know, I eat well, I eat lots of fruits and vegetables and everything is like, as soon as I eat, I bloat. And bloat? right, I get so bloated. I look like I'm pregnant when prior to eating, I am normal, right? So my doctor actually said, well, it could be a couple of different things. One is it could be gluten intolerance, um, eating inflammatory type foods, which we all know, like, you know, wheat and sugars and stuff like that, uh, eating gassy foods. And then the last thing he said that was really um, interesting to me was he said that it could be that you have a slow digestive system. And to treat that, you actually are supposed to eat food that is all ground up. Remember last week we talked about like mm -hmm. having the healthy food with all the textures and stuff? Well, if you gulp that down, it actually, if you have a slow digestive system, it will just back up in your system. So the chewing, the really, really masticating of your food will help prevent that if you want to eat healthy foods and still do this. And then also like, cooking your foods and vegetables a little bit, which kind of loses the nutrition value. But anyway, depends on what your body needs. The thing, the last thing I want us to think about is our heart. So we used all of these senses and all of these eating with our whole body basically, but our heart really is the key to making this work. We need to have caring, and value ourselves and the choices that we make to really get this to work. So are we thinking about, you know, are we making choices that are not just good for us, but also good feeling to us, right? So, and then kind of weigh that against all of these factors. All right. Something. Yes. Okay. Um, re remember, we made the commitments last week. Yep. We're going to talk about them. Okay. Well, um, yesterday, I decided that I was going to have a Coca Cola. Uh huh. That was what sixteen point nine ounces. So I got half of that with ice. Okay. And, and I had just been craving it, so I, you know, I succumbed to the craving. And I tell you, uh, because I had done so well, and because you said just drink water for four days, and I yeah, I was drinking water for six days, and then good I had, for you. Then I had the Coca Cola, okay. and I tell you, it kept me up all night. It it did it did. So so I guess my point is, your body will also tell you when you're eating or drinking something that it either doesn't want or can't tolerate and we really have to be cognizant of what our body is telling us and i told joe uh that i had the strangest dream because i was up all night going back and forth to the to, to the bathroom because of the coke because that's what it does it, it makes my bladder my bladder burn and every time i got up i would get another glass of water but i was still having the same problem so i fell back asleep and i had a dream that i was with my work group 
And I don't know whatever we were doing, but in the meantime, I got a Coke out of the vending machine. And so they stopped all work and did an intervention <laughs> <laughs> and told me uh, why Coca-Cola was bad for your system. And they spent like 20 minutes talking to me. And then the boss, you know, finally said to me, but we're going to let you make your own decision now, right? So then I says, well, I'm going to pour it out. And I went to go pour it out down the drain. They said, don't do that. You'll ruin the pipes. So they sent me outside. <laughs> I poured it in the grass. And then I woke up. <laughs> well, you know what? That is awesome because that is something that you did mindfully. And then you, your body told you. And you were aware of your body. So that is awesome. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Yay, I'm so proud of you. <laughs> um, I will send this graphic out to people. Hi, puppy. You want to say hi to Kona? He came to say hi. He, he's a little snuggle bug, and he's said, Mommy, you've not paid any attention to me for the past 45 minutes. Oh, we, oh, we spent way too much time. Um, okay. Let's go through the rest of these really quickly so we have time to talk. And if you guys can stay after to do the discussion, I would love that. We will um, stop the recording before then, so don't worry about that. Okay, so mindful eating. You want to observe your body, your food. You want to savor the experience. You want to be aware of putting food into your mouth. Um, the other thing is being in the moment, really, really being there and really engaging in all your senses for the food um, and then not have any distractions. The uh, last thing that we were talking about was just being non-judgmental to yourself. So even if you've done something that you're not proud of, if one of your friends came up to you and asked you, you know, and said to you, oh, I, I ate that whole bag of chips, what would you tell them? You know, like, Think about it to yourself before we just feel so bad about it. So, when I was in the Weight Watchers, they used to say, even if you, in a sense, fell off the wagon, you can always start again. Yeah. Have a clean slate. Start again. And that keeps you from beating up yourself because if you right. beat yourself up, then a lot of times you say, then why am I even doing this if I'm going to keep slipping? Exactly. It's okay to slip. It's a, and it's also okay to make those choices every single time. You know, like we have to make new choices every single day. It's a, it's a journey. It's not a right, loss. Because we've been eating this way all the time. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So the tips, if you want to get some ones, is just start with one meal a day to make mindful eating. Whether it's your breakfast, it's a snack, whether it's your dinner, if you really want to go all out for it, pick a meal and really start with one meal a day that you're gonna make a commitment to be mindful to eating. Sometimes, we can talk about this later, this is another whole topic, is medica meditation, not medication, meditation. <laughs> uh, uh, that's another whole topic uh, and a half, but um, like sometimes eating is my meditation. Sometimes doing Zumba <laughs> is my meditation because I am focused just on it, drinking that coffee, drinking the tea, and really enjoying it. And that is something that comes um, from practice. And then also, now that we have some more time, hopefully we will have time to do this. Um, 
Number two, slow down. That one for you, Joe, right? It was a tough one. Yeah, that's a tough one. Right. So it takes up to 20 minutes for us to feel full. So if we still slow down and enjoy our food, we will probably be able to get that cue better. We will be able to know when our body is full. And once we know when that is the amount of food that we're supposed to eat, notice kind of slowly stop, right? Um, that also draws out the meal so that it is more enjoyable instead of it's being over and it's done with. So maybe um, Dara and Joe, like I know Dara brushes through the meal and then Joe's like off doing something else. Maybe try to make it so that you get to do something special at mealtime. You know, talk about your day, like pick something to do that you create a new ritual for you guys to do while you're eating. Or, or prepare food together and then eat it together. Something. Whatever it is, you guys have to think about something that'll work for you. No. <laughs> no fighting. No smacking no. each other. Should be done eight and everything before I even get to the table. I'm yeah, telling you. he's so slow. I'm not. Well, think about something yeah. that you can, maybe not for dinner, but maybe like breakfast or lunch. Think about doing something special for a different meal. Um, creating a healthy eating environment. So avoiding the distractions, stop raiding the cabinets and your pantry and your fridge, and try to keep unhealthy foods from sitting on your countertops where you can just walk by and see them. Like really make it so that you have to work for that food. Um, Think about your feelings when you're eating. Yeah, there, there. Why are you eating, right? Are you hungry or are you eating for something else? Don't have uh, distractions. Uh, you know, turn off the TV. Place your phone in another room. <laughs> you know what? That was a hard one for me because my dad and I are together time was eating dinner and we always watched a show so like a team night rider like this was me growing up so i actually con connected tv and food you know with my dad so that was that's that's a hard one for me uh use a food diary or or track your emotional eating so that i actually have a page that you can print out at home and just fill out and it doesn't have to be anything complicated you could just do it in a notebook you know just make some little grids and help yourself my car is ready i'm so going out to that. Go. okay bye dave okay thank you so bye -bye. much don't forget i'm gonna check with you tomorrow you come coming into class tomorrow yeah maybe 11. okay <laughs> we'll, see. well if you do okay. i want to find out from you if you've done your uh challenges for the week okay we're supposed okay. to have done number three and six Ah, all right. Okay, I'm going to check with you tomorrow. Bye-bye. Bye. Okay. Food diary. Uh, measure your food for portion control. Measure your food next day. If you're, I mean, if you're still hungry, make it a little bigger or make it a little smaller. Adjust it so then you know how much you need to eat. And then number seven, pay attention to your hunger cues. So that really is... Uh, there's a scale, but obviously you can just ask yourself if you're still hungry. All right.
Um, the last one that somebody has done is to eat with your non-dominant hand. So if you eat with your left hand, if you're right-handed, that'll slow you down for sure. <laughs> so that was another clue. So I'll send you guys all these pictures so you can, you'll get an email from me. Seiko, uh, if I don't have your email, please send it to me uh, so that I can send you all this information or you can go to yeah. a website. Okay, or should I send you I can send you by chat right now, or yes. I can, um, I have like your email about this event. So if I respond to that email, reply to that email, you're going to receive it? No, it says, yeah, well, no, it says no reply at the eventblind.com. So I guess. Not. Oh, okay. No, don't worry about it. Okay. So you, you signed up online, so I have it. Perfect. Oh, okay. Great. Yes, yeah, I have it. That email is good. Awesome. Thank you. Okay. So, uh. Let me hear your takeaways. What are you guys going to take away from the session today? Yeah, we'll I will also send you this uh, 12 mindful eating strategies. Anything, anything? I did too much. Um, I, th I think one thing I'm being bad about it is eating at the fixed time, especially about this shelter in place like started. You know, we kind of wake up when we want to eat when we want to. So I think that's something I can do better. Okay. Well, um, it, it doesn't necessarily have to be at a set time. It could be like two, an hour after I wake up, I'm going to eat. Mm -hmm. Or uh, we could, do have kind of a pattern. Yeah, yeah, so having up. patterns, right. yeah. So okay. it, it doesn't have to necessarily be like, I have to get up at this time. But mm -hmm. it, it is being mindful of when you're eating and then having preparing things in advance for it. So if, if May you're going to get up. May I ask you a question? Yeah, sure. sure. Oh, okay, I'm sorry. Um, okay. My, I think I have the specific problem about emotional eating. I know when like, I'm feeling stressed, you know, usually happens around 5 o'clock like you know when I'm working I feel stressed and I feel like I crave like crunchy food you know that's kind of like I know like there is a pattern but you know and I'm aware but it's very hard to break that's the habit so now what about uh trying to replace that crunchy food with something healthy like right I I do try, like you know, uh, like, you know, like try to eat nuts instead of like rice crackers. Yeah, oh my goodness, rice crackers. So <laughs> yeah, so it bad. So bad for you. So oh, good, bad it was so you. bad, yes. <laughs> but, uh, you know, like uh, you want something savory, you know, so think about it and then prepare mm -hmm. that food in advance so it's ready if you are hungry and you can just go and grab it. Mm-hmm. Okay. But it takes 21 days to create a new habit. So don't feel right. bad if you haven't done it for 21 days that it didn't mm -hmm. happen you know okay good good Susie anything for you Lenora anyone no I just think um like planning ahead so then when when you're hungry you're not just yeah grabbing whatever's there quick like because you're starving and just being and also just thinking about um when you're eating to 
like is this is this food good for me or you know now it's just my, like instead of just grabbing and eating it it's like mm, should i be eating that maybe i'll find something else or right. next time i'll prepare it uh, right. something ahead of time so that you know like live and learn you know right i think as busy moms we tend to just grab whatever's quick and fast and get it done with so that we can take care of everybody else or just busy people in general not just busy moms but especially as me as a mom when I was working and everything, it was just whatever was speedy and easy, and those things are usually not healthy for us, right? So until we make it that way. Um, so it's kind of, the key is to make it a part of our lifestyle so that Cornell researcher and professor, Brian Wensnick, said the best diet that you are on is the one that you don't know you're on. I kind of mangled that, but it's basically that, that's basically what he says. So it's making it a part of our life and our lifestyle. So if we have a healthy lifestyle, then it's going to happen. It's going to work because we're, we're now being mindful of what we put into our bodies. Okay, quick poll. It is anonymous. So just select. I think if I had to vote, I think I put too much info in today because it took too long because I really wanted us to have more time to discuss things. But you guys can pick whatever you like. Go ahead, vote. Let me see what you guys have. Just There's nothing there. It's just A, B, C, or D. Right. A is too much info. Sorry, sorry. B is great. You learned enough and you feel motivated. C, you need more info. D, you didn't learn anything. You didn't have anything to take away. Okay. All right. Anybody else want to vote? Everybody's good. All right. Well, thank you very much. I appreciate that. Um, if you want to get the decks and the PDFs, you can go to getfit.shalanefit.com and all of the uh, slideshow, the deck is going to be on there. But if you have attended this with me and registered for this event on Eventbrite, I will send you um, all my talking points. So all the things that I, I talked about and more things that I didn't talk about um, in, a big PD, in, a, in a Word document. Um, so that is the purpose of having you guys come online instead of seeing it, you know, after the fact. And if this was helpful to you, feel free. I'm going to put this post, uh, uh, put this uh, up on YouTube, and then you guys can share the links with people if you'd like. So basically, uh, if you want to take any Zumba classes or general info, you can go to shalanefit.com. If you want to get an email with upcoming events with me, you can do join.shalanefit.com. And if you want to feel free to give me any donations, because I basically am not working right now you can also go there and, and give me some there's ways of paying me there but uh attendees stay with me for the breakout room session and follow-ups that are not going to be recorded and thank you to everybody who has been listening in all right let me turn off the recording <laughs>